The following announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. February 16th, I am Fat Nash, we are back in the saddle again, I am joined as always by our good friend Fat Hall, hey yo, I am also joined by Terramana Tequila, the official tequila of Dwayne The Rock Johnson, how's that working out? Can you do me a favor, yeah, can can you do me a favor, what's up Tomato Joe, can you describe it? Can you describe the experience of drinking the Terramana tequila the way you did before we were on the air? If you're a tequila drinker, you'll like it. If not, it'll be like drinking unleaded gas. Now, why do I feel like that's a really good analogy for The Rock's movie career? Uh Because you'll either like it or (laughs) it'll be like, yes. Uh, 100% blue... Weber Highlands Agave. He ain't lying. Brick oven roasted in a copper pot. It was stilled. 96 calories per one and a half ounce. Uh, How many calories are you drinking tonight? A lot. <laughs> zero carbohydrate, quick... zero sugar. And it is for the ladies and gentlemen at home. It is gluten free. This is the Blanco tequila. All right. Glutton free. I love free. that. So quick, quick debate. Quick rock debate here. Bigger L. Black Adam or no longer being in the Fast and Furious franchise? It's always Black Adam. Yeah, I mean, because <laughs> I feel like that was supposed to be like a really huge thing, right? It was supposed to be the reason why he wasn't in the Fast and the Furious anymore is because he was going to be in all those movies. But, you know, how'd that turn out for you, Dwayne? Uh-oh, Spadudios. So, yeah, I, what I'll say is um, if you want, Dwayne, uh, I'll RIP your fast career. Just keep making the tequila, bud. Fair. So we, got a fun one. we got a fun one tonight. We'll be previewing the two big shows this weekend, uh, Battle of the Elimination Cello Chamber and, uh, you know, Elimination from San Jose or some bullshit. I don't know. We'll figure it out together. Uh, and then Joe has a fun topic. Uh, it is Mr. WrestleMania basically not named Shawn Michaels or post Shawn Michaels. So that should be a fun one. I guess let's start. Um, Land of the Rising Sun comes east, I guess, from where they're at. Well, I mean, I guess technically you could fly west from Japan to California, though it'd be Why? a super ridiculously long flight. <laughs> Hey, Joe, you want to fly west from Japan? I mean, when the earth is... He hates flying. He's already dreading the five-hour flight that we have from Fort Lauderdale to L.A. Could you imagine him flying west? I I researched it. uh, It's it's three days if I want to take a bus or a train, so it's just not going to happen that way. So, flying it is. He was contemplating... A three-day I get it, Joe. I've never flown. I don't really want to fly. 
You've never flown, like not once. Nope, Are never we, once. We're, okay, yeah, we're, so we're here's on a my whole thing. No, we're not. Here's my yeah, whole. Here's my whole thing. Goals. Okay, it makes no sense. Like. How are we just up in the air like that? Spitting That's in God's face for X number of hours? Yeah, I don't. It's weird. It's like you Wait. don't exist, but you do. And then you're in a new place. Wait, hold on. You literally just said spitting in God's face for hours. Yeah. We're not meant Have to not fly. Listened? Have you not listened to a Tuesday episode of the Take Three, uh, the Three CT Show? That's spitting in God's face for an hour every day, every Tuesday. Uh oh. I mean, you're not, you're not totally wrong. <laughs> so, I mean, you put you put a month of Three CT Tuesday episodes there. It's the same as flying to LA. I mean, it mm. is what it is. Yeah, but I'm probably never. I'm probably never gonna die doing an episode of Three CT. Well, Have you ever stopped and thought about that one how many planes, how many planes are over your head right now? No, I've never really thought of that. It's weird. I just love the people that are like, planes go down all the time. Ninety-nine point nine seven percent of flights don't. Oh, I mean, crash. planes don't crash all the time. <laughs> However, like, when you when you do the math on the number of people who walk away from plane crashes, math starts to not add up well. So Okay, here's the deal. Okay, I've flown, I will fly. I say this every time I fly. If we're going to crash, hit something hard, I don't want to walk away. Oh, no doubt. Hit hit that bitch hard. Like let's be real. I don't want to walk away because I know if I do, my life will be severely different than what it was. Let's be real. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's terrible. It would be terrible. But anyway, I just, I mean, the point hey, was. Rick, Rick Flair survived the plane crash. Rick did. Flair was also probably on more drugs than. I've just, but like, like for real, Rick Flair won La Bamba Zero. Okay. Like, Rick <laughs> Flair survived the plane crash. All right, fuck Tell me where Ricky the big Valens. boppers at. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Did you, did you really just say "fuck you, Ricky Valens" right now? Like, what the fuck, man? Damn, man. I'm Ric Flair undefeated. Don't be rude. Crashes, all I'm saying. Well, all right. Well, I'm just glad I'm undefeated and not having to deal in plane crashes. The point. The point is, um, despite what people like, probably Austin Aries and fucking uh, flat Earth, uh, fucking Flip Gordon and. Flat Earth. Ilk like that, I believe. The Earth is round. So, like, technically you could fly west, wait, but yeah. Wait, Austin Theory is a flat earther? Austin Aries. Austin Aries. Aries. Oh, Aries. Oh, my God. You almost broke my heart. I was like, nope. he's no longer <laughs> no. attractive. No, you know, no, no, it is Austin Theory. Joe's right, hand right. started trembling. Like, what the fuck? What's like, going on? For real? I was like, I, yo, no, that's a real thing. Like, I remember I went out on a date with a guy one time back in 20, like, like 2021 when I first moved here to Florida. Jim, do you have any kind of alcoholic date. beverage? Feel free to grab it. Uh, I'm already minute. drunk. It doesn't matter. No, no, this is real fast. This is real fast and to the point. We went on this date and he was really nice and he was really cool. And then he told me that he didn't believe in vaccinations. And I was just kind of <sighs> like, oh, man, got to throw away the whole man. Like, and that kind of like that. I just felt that about Austin Theory for a second there when I thought you guys. We should have just went with it, Jim. We should have just went with it. Austin Aries, no, like, nobody likes him anyway. It's fine. Fuck. Horrible human being. Can we get a redo? Yeah, there, was, there was our chance.
it was Austin Theory. We had yeah. our chance. No, Rewind. I will never Rewind. believe that ever again. Rewind. I will never believe that again. We had our we had but our Austin um, Aries. Yeah, we fucked that one up. But like, not right. really. Please don't hurt me. So what we're what we got to do, Mike, is we got to buy a a cameo from mm -hmm. Austin Theory and just get him to say that he's a a flat earther, anti vaxxer or flat earther. Yeah, he's yeah. not gonna do it. You know what? No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take that away like, from Joe. Not I'm not gonna take that away from Joe. I sent I sent that photo in our group text on on Monday, yep. mm -hmm. and you know, and then I shared I uh, Bianca and uh, Mandy Rose for for the rest of the group. So yeah, no, I'm respectfully. I'm, you picked it. You picked a good one. Austin Aries abs were all. He like, posted nope, that. Nope, he no, po no, we're no, not gonna talk about the abs. No, no, we're not gonna talk about how Joe just called him Austin Aries. We're not gonna do we're, that. Yeah, we're not gonna no, do that that's either. That's what he just said. You said Austin I Aries. Theory. I meant theory. I'm very uh -oh. high now. Hi, um, Jim and me are gonna get drunk real quick. I, I mean, I'm, I'm so high. This is an old one. I've used this line before, but I, I really enjoy using it. I'm so that's high, I forgot Matt Riddle lines. <laughs> wow. Supposedly, supposedly, there's talks of him coming back soon. How do we feel about that? I mean, if he's clean i don't know he bought he got a grill so i mean i mean yeah no that means he's doing more cocaine i was gonna say 2002 called they want their fucking song back but i mean whatever yeah no joe i just saw the picture because he had tweeted it on monday and i was like yeah. you know what joe would appreciate this he's a yeah. fine looking young man so he's a good looking guy i'll give it to him i'll give it joe to doesn't, him. Joe, joe doesn't uh go to the twitter sphere all that much Sorry, I'm looking out for you, Joe. I do not. I do not attend Twitter that often. All right, um, we got New Japan Battle in the Valley at the San Jose Civic in San Jose, California. Um, this thing is a sellout. We did look that up on three CT. Um, it's right around the three thousand, uh, three thousand ticket mark, thirty three hundred somewhere in there. Before um, we get, to, before we get say, to that, we're not giving that credit to Mercedes Monet, correct? No, I think this would have sold out either way. I was going to say, the minute that you announced that Okada it's, and it's, Tanahashi were well, coming... Well, it's they... PWG territory, it's a New Japan show, which, you know, it's 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 popular enough that, like, when they say, come into the U.S. You mentioned that It's 3,000 people. That's what I'm saying. You yeah, 3,000 is You mentioned Okada, you mentioned Jay White, you mentioned Tanahashi, like... Eddie I Kingston. Yeah, this would have sold out a six thousand seat venue without. Yeah, I mean, if you put it in the HP Pavilion or whatever the hell it's called now, where the Sharks play, and you're talking, yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know that they sell at the Pavilion. Well, but but my point is, if if you if you put it in there, and it sells out, you know, fifteen thousand, sixteen thousand, yeah. whatever yeah, it is, might, then you, you start to credit a lot of that to Mercedes. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Mercedes is the reason you're selling three thousand tickets. No, like. You could have not had a women's title in New Japan, and you're going to sell this show out. Like, yeah, and it's not discrediting Kyrie or, or Mercedes. It's just that's fact. No, no, but I just know that there will be people that are like they sold out because she's on the show. Yeah, and which I is yeah, it's very well known that it could have there could have been a mop in the women's match and Wrong. literally yeah. It, they would have sold this show out. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Um, so in counting yeah, the, what, do you really think that there's that many wrestlers today whose names actually sell out shows versus the brands themselves? Like, are you ever? Oh, WWE is in town. Oh, wait a second. 
Roman Reigns is on that card. Now I'm definitely buying tickets. Or are you like WWE's in town? I'm gonna buy tickets. So I think it depends on the market. I think it depends how um, how frequently they go there. Um, but okay. like, but like, I don't, I don't know that. I don't know that X X or Y is the reason why a show might sell out. Like. They right. may they may sell some more tickets. So so up here the last time I guess it would well it would have been right before last year's mania because Johnny Knoxville made an appearance and I'm still kicking myself that I didn't go to the show, but SmackDown was in, in Hershey um for the first time and it was the first time they had a TV show in years, probably f- over 5 years. So like the minute the minute it was announced they almost sold out, and then it was announced that Lesnar was going to be there, Rousey was going to be there, and then they ended up completing the sellout. So, like, the fact that we had a TV show here for the first time in a long time almost sold the building out. So, like, right. yes, when they found out Lesnar was going to be there and Rousey was going to be there, um, it, 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 it moved more tickets, but, like, so I guess, like, Technically speaking, they were the reason it sold out. But like I don't I don't think like it yeah, it's it's not I think the the company more sells itself now than it does. New, right. New Japan New Japan bringing over any of the higher profiled Japanese based acts is going to sell that arena out regardless if Mercedes added or you know you you somehow work out a deal and Carl Anderson worked a, a show like it wouldn't have mattered like the fact that you're bringing over Kazushiko Okada you're bringing over Hiroshi Tanahashi you know I mean you you add Minoru Suzuki or Hiromu Tanahashi and they probably would have filled a 8,000 seat venue by themselves without him. right I mean here's the thing like it is what it is like New Japan just sells especially on the west coast especially with New Japan strong which which is based out of out of LA, so I I feel like it would have worked no matter what. Yeah, not not I again. Will say for me, I'm not I'm not a Mercedes like hater. Like I'm not that guy at this point. But it's just like I personally don't know that I want people being like it sold out because of her. Right. No. I was gonna say for me, for me personally, I'd have to say if I were are they I I don't know if they're streaming this live. I'm assuming on like fight or something. They probably it's are fight on, fight um, not new. Fight not New Japan World, which right? Is weird yeah, I think it's too, what you have to yeah. pay for by itself. See, if I were to decide at this point to order the show, the draw for me would be more that Jay White Eddie Kingston match and seeing where that goes and if that's Jay White's final New I Japan would, appearance. That is more of a draw to me right now than just. I mean, I would say that. I would say that in the title match because you know that Okada and Tanahashi are going to have. A great match like i mean i get it it's it's the song and dance we saw for however many years but you tell me we're getting that on a north american show like the third most interested like match that i'm in is is the women's match and hell i mean it's probably either fourth or fifth because give me uh formerly known as darren young versus kenta for the the strong title i think i'm i think i'd be more excited about that match than than the women's match at this point and it's nothing against the women's talent i think it's just that the way that this is going to end up being. And, you know, now that we've kind of railroaded Jim's topic altogether, um, 
Oh no, by all means, like, like I'm not gonna he spend said run that train. I'm not gonna spend a lot of time on each match anyway because New Japan's not really it's not, not in your not uh, really thing. my scene anyway. Because like I'll be hundred percent honest, like for me, if this wasn't the night of the Stadium Series game with the Capitals and the night of Elimination Chamber, the match that would get me to tune in is probably the women's match. And it's not because I'm a huge, like, Sasha Mark or anything like that. But I'm curious to see what her first match outside WWE looks like. Right. So, like... I think she has the right dancing partner for it, too. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. By all... Excuse me, choking on a mint. Um, By all accounts... Choking on a man? What? Mint. No, he's not earnest. He's not earnest. Oh boy, poor guy. Um, by all accounts, the match should be really, really good. It, 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 it should be really, really good. Um, if they give it time, let it breathe. All of that. Um, but like, yeah, the 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 Japan style like isn't isn't really for me. I watched one Wrestle Kingdom. Um, I will watch matches here and there. Like if if they are definitely like hyped and like they 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 deserve to be watched but like I don't I don't seek out did new you, japan shows did you, did you watch omega versus osprey from this year's wrestle kingdom no I, I that's the one I do need to go back and watch I was going to say if there's a match from this wrestle kingdom that you know especially with the match of the year and and the voting that we do on this show and that you do on 3CT it's like I feel like even if you watch that match and at the end of it you go, okay, it was a good match. It wasn't a great match. Like that's one that you just got to watch just to see kind of, you know, does it? I haven't seen spectacle. it either. No, and I mean, obviously, I don't think that there are a lot of people that you know outside of New Japan fans or people that watch a lot of the big shows. How, how long is that match? I'll double check real quick while you guys talk about something else. Yeah, so I, I don't. I mean, I'm just saying maybe. It... Since two of us haven't seen it, maybe that could be a watch along uh, in some episode if it's not like an hour long match, you know. I want to say it's like thirty five minutes, but I could be wrong. Let me look. That's long. That's a long time. All right, maybe um, we watch it separately and then just come in and talk about it. Together. Yeah, maybe. Um, and I mean, so it might it might be something where we watch that and that's just the show. Could be. Um. I'm not going to go through every match and, and preview every match on the card. Um, I, I will hit the. Uh, we should hit the title Is matches. Aaron Young on the show. Yeah, he takes on Kenta. Yeah, he's defending the uh, Fred Rosser defending the Strong Openweight Championship against Kenta. So it, I, maybe that's what we'll do. We'll we'll, we'll um, predict for the, the re- title for the matches. record. The the Kenny Omega Will Osprey match is 34 minutes and 38 seconds. That's not horrible. And the main event it's was not. Okada versus Jay White. It went thirty three oh three. Okay, and we could probably we could probably do those though, um, or one or the um, the Osprey one. Mm-hmm. But all right, roster defending the strong openweight championship against Kenta. Mike, what do you got? I think Kenta wins the title. Um, I think Fred's done a great job as the strong champion, but I I. I they're not really doing much with Kenta over in Japan, so I feel like this is a good spot for him to be in. Um, I think Fred's been the champion for, shoot, I think almost the entire time that they've had the title. Really? I believe so. Tom, Tom Lawler won the title in 
April of 2021. Fred won it in May of 2022. He's been the champion for 278 days. Lawler wow. held it for 387. So he's the second champion. He beat Tom Lawler at Strong 96, uh, Collision 2022 at the 2300 Arena. He's then defended the title against Fred Yehai. Big Demo, TJP, a double countout versus Chris Dickinson, Jonathan Gresham, J.R. Kratos, and now uh, he beat pretty Peter Avalon leading up to this match against Kenta. Interesting. I feel like uh, I feel like uh, Lawler's title run feels more like he beat Brody King to win the title, beat Chris Dickinson, beat Carl Fredericks, beat uh, Kojima, beat Leo Rush, beat Ren Narita, defeated Fred Rosser via ref decision, defeated Taylor Rust, defeated Clark Connors, Yuji Nagata before losing it to Fred Rosser. So. What with having no knowledge about anything going on in this match, um, I'm gonna pick Mr. No Days Off, uh, Darren Young. I, I think that his title run deserves to still keep going from everything you were just saying, and also, too, I think Kenta winning is based entirely around whether or not he's gonna stick around in the states. So, did you know, and not to go off topic here, March 30th from the Globe Theater in beautiful Los Angeles, California, on Fight TV. Impact Wrestling New Japan Pro Wrestling present the Multiverse United, Only the Strong Survive. Currently yes, announced, currently on this show, Jeff Cobb versus Moose. Yep. Speedball Mike Bailey. Speedball Mike Bailey, Bailey versus Will Ospreay. And there's a six-man tag, right, with the machine guns? Uh, I see Kushida versus Josh Alexander. No. So I had sent it out in the group chat at some point because I'm pretty sure they had announced maybe they've changed it. But at least at some point it was supposed to be, um, oh, what do they call it when it's the machine guns and Kushida together? Oh, uh, uh, the Motor City Time Splitters or whatever the – yeah, whatever it is. It was supposed to be them versus some contingent of Bullet Club. That's like is that is that not on a US like I think like Ace Ace Anders was in it or whatever the fuck his name Ace is. Ace Austin. I think I just named the lead singer of fucking early November. So, yeah, something like that. I'll I'll double check, but cagematch.com has or cagematch.net has Kushida versus Alexander, Bailey versus Osprey, and Cobb versus Moose. Interesting. Maybe it's another show that weekend or something. I don't know. I swear to God, I saw that announced, though. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it's another show. There's only 7,800. Yeah, there's a ton. There's a ton. And somehow, no pro, no pro wrestling gorilla show, which really actually upsets me. Because I, 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 I truly, I truly feel like that's a gorilla show. I feel like that's a Tony Khan call. Because Excalibur you, what, and the... Just telling them, nope, don't be involved in it. Nope, don't do it. Could be. I don't know. I'm disappointed just because I really want to go to a PWG show. Oh, I mean, I'm I'm obviously upset about it as well. I'm just saying I truly think that that may have been a don't do it. Yeah, possibly. Joe, did you? Uh, ever, what's the next match? Did you? Did you predict? Did you give a prediction? He, he, he took Fred Ross. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna get Rosser to retain. Um, all right, next one no we days off. 
We got the Motor City Machine ooh, Guns ooh. defending what? the uh, what? strong. What? Titus like O'Neil, chill dog. the fuck out, all right? Look, Look at my dog. Chill my out, dog Titus O'Neil. Even the dog was trying to figure out what the hell you were doing. Um, <laughs> the uh, tag team match for the strong open weight tag team titles, Motor City Machine Guns defending against the West Coast Wrecking Crew. Joe, go ahead. Who the fuck? <laughs> who who are the West Coast Wrecking Crew? Jarrell Nelson and Royce Isaacs. You know the funny thing is that helped me not I at have all. No oh, idea who that is. Joe, I found who, I found who, the who show. <laughs> uh they are taking on the Motor City Machine Guns, who are the current champions. Let's go, Motor City Machine Guns! Fuck yeah! Uh, for the record, Joe, I found the show Detroit. that that match is actually happening on. Which one is it? I can, for everyone not watching video, I'm pointing at my thumb and doing the Detroit thing, but not really because like, yeah. my dog is stopping me. Detroit. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Friday, February 24th Stop. from Samstown in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. It is Impact Wrestling's No Surrender uh, that has Rich Swan versus Josh Alexander. Ricky, there Mickey, we go. Mickey James versus Masha Slamnovich. The time machine of the Motor City Machine Guns and Kushida taking on Ace Austin, Kenta, and Chris Bay. Um, a four-way match for the global or the number one contender match between Macklin, Myers, Heath, and PCO. Joe Henry versus Moose. The Death Dolls versus the Hex. Khan with the design against Kazarian. And then there's two matches on the countdown, including Mike Bailey versus Jonathan Gresham. Who do you got in this so, one, Mike? Uh, give me, the, <laughs> give me, give me, give me the team from Detroit because you know we're going down to the Motor City together or some bullshit, whatever. Yeah, machine guns. Um, I'll go this Detroit one what? because it's a it's a big match. Uh, Jay White taking on Eddie Kingston, uh, in a loser leaves New Japan match. This one's pretty obvious. Well, okay, right? no, it's like it's like a well because Jay White's already Jay he can't White wrestle in Japan leaves. anymore, right? Right. Correct. So the stipulation here, I read about this today. Wait, this is a fun one. The stipulation is Jay White, if he loses, he can't wrestle in New Japan ever again, period, whether it's stateside or Japan. But if Eddie Kingston loses, then he can only wrestle in New Japan and against New Japan talent at other shows with Jay White's permission. So Okay. Like, little bit of a twist to it i feel like this is an obvious setup to say goodbye to jay white it's like the jay white new japan farewell tour can continues uh and we're gonna say goodbye here which would then imply that he's probably wwe bound and that's actually pretty tequila. exciting to me huh to get through the rest of this i need more tequila because how the fuck are we supposed to jay white's approval is that supposed to come via FedEx or is that like an email or is that a PDF? Like I'm so like, does he send out a list every month of people that Eddie Kingston can face? Like the fuck? Oh my God. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I really think that's just convoluted. We got to make it sound like there's something that Eddie Kingston can lose in this also, but it feels like it's pretty obvious who's going to win. Before you continue, Jim, can I, can I just bring this up to the, to the panel? Sure, why not? We've already derailed this show 17 times already. Impact okay. he just wants to read one of the cards from one of the wrestling shows coming up at WrestleMania. We're good. God, God, no. We'll have <laughs> enough time to do that. Uh, Chicago 
Impact Wrestling is doing a 2023 season pass. Whoa. You can get a season pass for three high-profiled multi-day events scheduled for the 2023 year in Chicago, Illinois, including Bound for Glory. Those events can those events include Spring Slugfest April 28th through 29th, Chicago Heat July 28th and 29th, Bound for Glory on the 21st, and the Fallout show the next night. Those season passes currently go for anywhere between zero to five hundred dollars, depending on where you want to sit. Hmm. Wait. Are there options for zero dollars? No. <laughs> That'd be epic. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time that Impact let people into their audience for zero dollars. I mean, you can't. Yeah, sit right... yeah exactly. <laughs> I don't understand this at all. But you can buy like a front row seat at the entrance right now. There's no way that's a front row seat, but whatever. Two hundred eighteen dollars. For all four events. <laughs> Sorry, I just saw that and I was like, what the fuck is a season pass? I have to ask the panel. I, it's weird. I don't understand it. I feel like it's an odd concept and they're basically just trying to scam people. Bernie Sanders are wrestling. Bernie Madoff, that guy. Wow. There's <laughs> a big difference. They're though. very different people, Joe. There's a wow. big difference. You, do you need some tequila? I can get you some. Uh, yeah, my goodness. Uh, but yeah, it's it's definitely Kingston, right? No question. I I really feel like that. Yeah. I'm not gonna say no question because I feel like you then, like, I don't know. I I feel like you would. I feel like they'd have more fun just knowing that, uh, he's in like AEW or he's that he's in WWE. They're like Jay White has said who Eddie Kingston could wrestle. I think just like, that they would have <laughs> like they would have like dumb fun with that shit in in New Japan. Um. I mean, honestly, I don't think that Jay White is staying no matter what. So, I mean, if he loses, he loses. I don't think it's like – I just wouldn't have even had him on this show. I would have had any case to take on somebody else because I feel like it takes away from it, – it Here's what I'll it's say. Weird. Here's what I'll say. If he's – if Jay White's going to AUW, there's a chance he wins. Then it's dumb. No, there's a chance he wins because of their working relationship. You can't – because because then yeah you can you can cross promote one another if he's going to to AEW if he is going to WWE there is a less than zero percent chance that Kingston loses like period I can see that I feel like if he was going just to AEW though then why would you kill any chance of him being able to go back to Japan even for like one match like, even just to have him, like, they got Kenny back at Wrestle Kingdom this year. So even just to have Jay White at Wrestle Kingdom next year, if you have it in a realm of possibility, why would you kill that potential option? I mean, because you can still get there. What happens if he goes to AEW, beats Kenny Omega for the U.S. title, and then they're like... Because what if it's an title? AEW show that's in Japan? Oh, yeah. Or or just say, hypothetically, he wins the the U.S. title in september and they're like well we need that on the show jay white's like can't be there bud and they're like well, no, no, no you have to be there eh, can't be there bud then it becomes a storyline yeah you get him back there for a one-off it's not like you're bringing him back to be an everyday member of the roster anymore so it's like there's odds there, there's ways around it but 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's wrestling. I feel, I feel like I feel like him doing a loser leaves the U.S. version of New Japan just takes away from Helikio's beating him in Japan. Like I feel like you you have an opportunity to build a new star because he beat a former two-time or three-time IWGP world champion, and now you're like, yeah. But a week later, the guy's going to lose the same kind of match to Eddie Kingston, who hasn't had a match in New Japan. Yeah, no, no, no. It's That's the, it, it's the, um, like it's no longer impressive to beat Goldberg when Braun Strowman's beating Goldberg. Like, okay, so if everyone's just, if everyone's just gonna beat Jay White out of wrestling in a different country, like, so Jay White losing is about in New Japan is like the equivalent of Jeff Jarrett winning the tag titles in every uh, stop in uh, Tennessee, even though he won the titles at the previous stop. Yeah, with his partner. Yeah, if you listen like, I to this, need, week's... I need Jay White. I need Jay White losing to like Will Ospreay in the UK, and now he can no longer wrestle in like New Japan UK shows, and you know, just yeah. like just give me like every country. Let's just have him lose a match. That was that was part of this week's episode of uh, Jeff Jarrett show. Literally, oh, okay. they were like, they were literally like, we won the title in Hendersonville, and then the next night we won the titles in you know Knoxville because it was like this wasn't on TV, so. Th- we, we wanted to give the people the, the title change every night for like five nights in a row. Like yeah. they won the tag titles every night, even though they were already the champs. Yeah. I mean, in, in, in the days before the internet, why not? In 1985 or 86 when he was a rookie. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that, that those days are long gone. Yes, um, but yeah. All right. Next one. Title match. A, uh, Singles match for the ugliest championship in professional wrestling today. Zack Sabre Jr. defends the uh, World Television Championship against Clark Connors. Mike, polish a turd. It's still a turd. Give me, uh, give me turdy brown belts to retain. Uh, Joe. Yeah, I'll take Zach just because. Well, I like Clark Connors. What I've seen of him, like the little bit I've you seen, you don't know he Clark Connors. Does have a lot of star potential. Yeah, I do. You know him about as much as they want to talk about Bruno in Encanto. What? What? You know as much about Clark Connors as they want to talk about Bruno in the movie Encanto. There's a no, I've seen him wrestle. I've seen him either on AEW or New Japan. Like I've seen him wrestle for sure. Jim, who are you taking? Um, Saber Junior. There's no way they're moving the title this this quick. By the way, did you see Dynamite did, only did eight hundred and twenty-four thousand for last night's show? Wow, I'm oh so surprised. Your when's uh, when's our evolution? Uh, March March fifth. So you're officially yeah. you're you're um you have you have you're the three Dynamites away from well, one I, of your I four pay per views. What's that? I gotta take that day off of work. Mm. But like you're you're last night was three dynamites away from one of your four pay per views. Hot garbage. Oof, brutal. Um all right, next one. We have the IWGP women's championship, Kyrie defending against Mercedes Monet. Mike. Cause Joe disappeared. Yeah, he's probably going to get high. Um it happens. I want it to be Kyrie, but I feel like the writing is obviously on the wall that it's uh, time to cash in those credit card debts for a little bit more. Monet. 
Joe, you there? Yeah, what's up? Uh, Kyrie uh, defending against Mercedes. Three day oh, bank, I mean, like three day bank loan or uh, crouching tiger, hidden dragon. Th- there's no scenario where Mercedes isn't winning this. That this is what the show is being sold on. Like I... not just her her, her appearance. It, it's her winning the title. I don't necessarily say that there's no chance. I mean, I will. <laughs> we obviously no, but but here, but listen to me. Hear me out. We said there was no chance that Kenny Omega was losing at Wrestle Kingdom against her, uh, Kazushika Okada. He lost like four more shows against him before he won the IWGP title. So if there's a if there's a company in the world that will literally hold off on pulling the trigger, it is New Japan. You want to like, know? You want to know why this is different though? Because it's in America. Well, because Kenny, well, one, it's in America, and two, because Kenny and Okada are New Japan guys. Yeah, they were there. They're under contract. I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think Mercedes is long for this world, for this company's world. So I think she comes in, she wins the title, she defends it, she defends it at one or two events moving forward. And in six months, she drops it and she's gone. Like I, I, I don't think she's. I don't. I don't think she's a long-term New Japan star. I don't think she's a long-term anywhere star in wrestling anymore. I think. Yeah, it's, I feel like the, I feel like the longest I could see her being around is maybe till Wrestle Kingdom next year, just so she could wrestle out of Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. Man, uh, I I definitely see her winning the belt here. I, I I agree with Jim's reasoning also. Yeah, I think I think this is a slam dunk. I think this is a slam dunk for. I hope she loses so I can just point at both of you next week and go. <laughs> I mean, I'm not I'm not saying I I necessarily want it. I mean, quite frankly, I don't really care either way. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think you give a but, single. But thought. it just I mean it 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 definitely feels like all the lead up her signing all of it was is just a a. A, here you know we're gonna give her the title right away in in california she's from california and like yeah i think this is this is easy uh and then last yeah. lastly uh singles match for the iwgp world heavyweight championship okada defending against tanahashi joe wait you know just real fast yeah last point to make about that last one because i think you really hit the nail on the head there too I think if the plan was for her to not win the belt on her first match, they would have just done it in Japan. They would have done it at the February, like the big shows. What was that? The new beginning shows that they that they do after yeah. after um, Wrestle Kingdom come the beginning of February. They would have just done it there because there it doesn't matter if Mercedes wins. They have the fans don't even know who the fuck she is. So you're doing it here. Uh, I would disagree with that assessment, but okay. well, I, I mean that's the way it seemed at Wrestle Kingdom. A lot of people didn't really seem to like like people knew her, but some people really didn't. You know, we talked about that when the show happened. But um, I just feel like if they were gonna not have her win, they would have just gotten that match out of the way, as opposed to saving it for literally her hometown. Like Jim said, you know, I think that. That's a factor, you know. I just feel that you're not going to waste that match 
on a throwaway show regardless. Like, I feel like if you told me that they waited till March and did it at Secure Genesis or they did it something like that, like, sure. But I don't feel like they were ever wasting that match. You know, New Beginnings, they, they had that show lined up. Obviously, the they the Jay White stuff. They didn't have a women's match on the show. I mean, at the end of the day, like, I feel like you, like, she wants to wrestle in Japan. Like, she wants to do stuff in Japan. Like, not just be part of New Japan Pro Wrestling. So, like, I feel like that's, like, you're not going to put that sh- that match on a random, you know, new beginnings or anything like that. I feel like you're going to build that. And that's why it makes sense to do it on bigger shows. Like, yeah. I get it. Like, well, and like I almost feel like Battle at the Valley is too small of a show for this match, personally. Like, I get it why they're doing it. It's her hometown, and it, it's supposed to help sell, you know, a 3,500-seat venue. I digress. You know, it's one of those things where I feel like this this match at Sakura Genesis or something like that inside one of the bigger venues in Japan, you know, it could be a major part of the show. But I just feel like it's just kind of like, oh, hey, we're doing the match. We're doing it in North America. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I think they if I think if they were going to make this like a multi-match like feud that they would have just brought her in before Wrestle Kingdom or announced that the match was going to be at Wrestle Kingdom. I don't think she could be there before Wrestle Kingdom. I mean, they could have anna- they could have they still could have announced the match or they could have like announced a mystery p- opponent and made it all pretty much blatantly obvious that it was going to be her. You know what I mean? Like I'm not disagreeing. I'm not Yeah. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying, I don't necessarily know that, that she actually could be there. No, I don't think she could have been there before either, but you could have, especially because of how the thing you knew you were getting her for that, or you were fairly certain. So you could have, you could have easily, made it obvious it was going to be her and just done the match at Wrestle Kingdom if it was going to be a long-term feud. Like, I, I think this is going to be... She's going to win it. She'll have a feud elsewhere. And then, yeah, drop it. I don't know, six months. But anyway, uh, Okada, Tanahashi, world title. Joe, what do you got? I got no reason to think that Okada is losing the belt right now, so going to go with Okada for the win. Michael, I've already predicted like 13 title changes out of the 17 matches on this show. I feel like this is Tony Khan presents Japanese wrestling. <laughs> uh, a champion has to retain at some point. Uh, I'll take uh, Okada to retain. Uh, yeah, I'll go. I'll go Okada to retain as well. Um, yeah, I mean, it match should be fantastic, though. Let's be honest. Sure, Tony, Tony Khan oh, presents always. Japanese wrestling. Yeah. Anytime those two jump in the ring together, it's always a fantastic pairing. All right, well there it is. There it is. We I'm sure I'm certain we'll talk at least about parts of this um right. next week. But uh oh he's going back in. Good pop. I like the good pop on that. All right, Joe. It's good, it's good. That did sound good. Joe, this is your topic. Uh yeah, just Real easy, I feel like. Um, we've always referred to Shawn said. Michaels as Mr. WrestleMania, but Mr. WrestleMania hasn't wrestled in about, what, 13 WrestleManias now? 
I believe his last one was what, 26? It was the year before we started our, our streak. So, so then 27. No, he literally hasn't wrestled since then because we don't talk about anything that could right. be referred to as a wrestling match in some we don't talk about We don't talk about blood money on this yeah, show. Yeah, we don't. No. If Shawn Michaels couldn't see in the same direction out of both eyes during the match, then it didn't happen. Some bald dude in chaps doesn't count as the heartbreak kid. No. That just left me heartbroken. Oh, that was rough. So, since Shawn Michaels hasn't wrestled, like I said, in like 13 WrestleManias, or I guess I guess 12 WrestleManias, it's, it's a decade worth of WrestleManias at the very least. My question is, who in the post-Shawn Michaels WrestleMania world, who, who is Mr. WrestleMania now? Um... I've never quite understood how a guy who went six and eleven at WrestleMania was named Mister WrestleMania. Because all had, about the performance in the he ring. Had the he had the best matches, even though he was losing. Okay, so the answer is Seth Rollins. That is kind of how I feel too, to be honest. So if it's not Seth Rollins, prove to me that it's not Seth Rollins because. If the if the standard is you don't have to win, you just have to be like the moment that's remembered. Like I feel like Seth Rollins is in that spot a lot. Yeah, how do you feel about the promo that Rollins did on Raw this week, where he says that he's never main evented a WrestleMania? Because there's an argument that he kind of has main event at a Wrestlemania because of 31 yeah I mean he the end of the night he won the main event like he might not have been announced for it I, but... I guess that's his point is is technically speaking he has never he's never be, like so when you have the main event of Wrestlemania all of the advertisements leading up to it have two faces or three faces or whatever it is on on the posters and all of that He's never been that dude. Yeah, I guess. So I get it. I get it. Technically, he, he has. Technically, he he main evented. But I guess cashing in your money in the bank doesn't necessarily count. So do you, do you think he ever will like officially main event? I hope will the boy, so. The dream come true? I hope so. I hope so. Because I think he certainly deserves it, and I think there's a case that outside of Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins is probably the most important male superstar in the last decade, if you really think about it. Interesting. Like he he has been he has been I don't like to use the word pillar because like that's an AEW word, but like he's he's kind of been like the backbone of so many so many feuds, yeah, so many moments, and he is he is the guy that is always trusted. Like the yeah, like I don't I don't think that him being like Triple H's like Plan B. Like, with, with with the shield turn, I don't, I don't think that's necessarily inaccurate. 
Like that's almost oh, like sure. that's almost like art imitating life. Like it, like he and if you really look at it, because like Cody comes in first thing he does is work with Seth. Sting comes in like obviously he did the Triple H match, but like the next thing Sting did was like a Rollins feud. Yeah, because almost, of, and, almost have his career ended. Like well, it's also not Rollins' fault. I mean, if we're if we're being honest about it, like it, it's not like no, of course not. You know, you 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 take a buckle bomb wrong, like. Well, I mean, he also dislocated Finn Balor's shoulder doing the same move on the outside in a Universal Title match. Because Finn, maybe maybe we should stop doing the buckle bomb. I mean, you can, but how many buckle bombs has he done? And he's hurt two people. Yeah, I mean, one of them. One of them shouldn't have taken the move to begin with. 87 year old sting the other one you're doing it to the outside there's nothing good that can happen from that move on the outside i mean there's nothing good that can come from things that darby allen does or that matt hardy does or jeff hardy does or even aj styles is like broken a neck or two with the styles clash i mean samoa joe bro ended tyson kid's career but he's still doing that move off the top rope as of a couple weeks ago, you can't fix stupid like, but uh, yeah, I just uh, Rollins Rollins has just kind of been that dude. Um, but What's yeah, been your favorite Seth Rollins WrestleMania match. Off the top of my head, the, the match with Cody last year was. Yeah. Perfection. It was perfection. And it would have been my match of the year last year if it wasn't for the Hell in a Cell. I can see that. Yeah. No, I can totally see that. Mike, and I agree with you. I think Rollins might be the answer here, too, honestly. Like, I, I have a hard time, like you said. If if the criteria is having the match stealing show, you know the the show stealing match on on a WrestleMania, it's hard to think of another wrestler who has done that as often as Seth has. And like I really am almost like hard pressed. Like part of me thinks Jericho could have been in the conversation if he had stuck around in WWE instead of going out to AEW and New Japan because. He is one of those wrestlers who was always good. He was always good for a big WrestleMania match. And, yeah, not all of them delivered. Like, the Kevin Owens match wasn't as great as it could have been, certainly felt like from the storyline. But more often than not, he hit it out of the park. And I do feel like if he was still part of the company, he'd still be in high-profile matches every year and probably still hitting it out of the park. Fair. Mike? You look like you have a, th a thought about this. Michael. He's going to say Charlotte Flair. Mrs. WrestleMania. Do I need to get the tequila? Because <laughs> it definitely ain't Charlotte Flair. Um, There's my, a whole other topic. Who's Miss WrestleMania? Charlotte Flair. <laughs> Fuck Becky, you. Becky Lynch. I, I think it's actually Bianca for the record, but we can have that debate another night. Yeah, maybe it's a topic for next week. Um, maybe. My, my my Mr. WrestleMania also has a losing record. Brizak Lesnar. 
Okay, I'll hear it. Beat the streak. Yeah. Involved in heist of the century. Good match against Seth to start New York. In that was a perfect opener. Like that was a really, that was a perfect. really good opener. It was a, the Roman a Reign, great the Roman way to Reigns start that match. Reign. Not last year, the first Roman Reigns match. Back it, uh, I have the list here. His match against Roman in 2018 at WrestleMania 34 was a good one. Okay. Um, the 2020 match against Drew. I know it was inside the, the the Thunderdome, so that kind of gets blemished because of that. But I feel like it was a good match. wasn't great, but it was a yeah. moment. I like his match against Goldberg, the title yep. one that was like eight minutes long. Like that match to me. The entrances like were longer than the match. Yeah, but it needed to be that. That's exactly what it needed to be. I that mean, I mean, like an people, action movie. People like, oh, he's always in the title match. The match that he had against Dean Ambrose at. at 32 wasn't terrible. People don't love that match. That one was, rough. was that one's a little rough. It was rough because people also look at it as one of their fucking founding fathers of the shield got yeeted across fucking by Brock Lesnar. Like at the end of the day, Brock Lesnar should be doing that. Like it is Brock Yeah, Lesnar. I mean, I mean I'm capable of being objective about it, unlike people who are Ambrose and Shield marks. But yeah. it wasn't that one. That one His, kind of stank. I don't. I don't think. And I think by that point, Ambrose has started already kind of checking out a bit. Mm-hmm. So Very much. I would say if you look at his entire his entire, even if you go back the match against Goldberg where they both got booed out of the building, we didn't even mention the fact that his best match was against Kurt Angle at nineteen. Mm, that's a good point. <laughs> the one where he almost broke his neck. Yeah, where he shooting star, shooting star. Oops, I did it yeah. again. Uh oh, yeah. Like his in uh -oh. reality, like like like, was there live? His worst match was probably last year against Roman, and I think that was truly because Roman's shoulder gave out during that match. Yeah, yeah that that one was tough. That one that one was an injury situation. Like I know it was the unification match, but I guarantee you that match was supposed to have so much more to it. They went yeah. home early because Roman was hurt. Like, yeah, no, you you could you could tell that. I couldn't lift the lift his left arm past about here. I think we got the ridiculousness of SummerSlam because of how bad the how bad WrestleMania the, the match was. Yeah, well, and because Randy Orton is, yes, is is on his career is uh, maybe coming back, but but at one point seemed possibly done. Done. Um, you know, to be honest with you, he's another name that floated around. Yeah, Orton's oh, up no. there. Orton's had too many stinkers. Has he? At Mania? I mean, the two Bray Wyatt matches alone were Oof, both. yeah. Like, yeah. I, I like the second one because I like the story. And to me, it's like if you don't judge it as a wrestling match and you just play the story out, like, that was a fantastic production. That first one where they had, like, the fucking bugs projected onto the ring... That shit was rough. Yeah, that. Yeah, you know what? I'll disqualify Randy Orton for the bugs in the ring match. <laughs> like, I mean, he also he also had the greatest RKO spot in WrestleMania history with Seth. Right that he did. He, yeah, and, but and like, and he was also Collins, I think is the argument here. Well, and he was also involved in Daniel Bryan's moment. He was involved in the Shield's first big moment at WrestleMania. 
you know, CM Punk in Atlanta. You know, I mean, he had he had some like Mr. Kennedy and Money in the Bank. He was in that match. His match against Angle and and Rey Mysterio at twenty two was good. Uh, I I feel like there's more there's more hits than there are duds. Like it it sucks because his latest ones have been duds. You know the Bray Wyatt matches and stuff like that. But I mean, legitimately, you know he was involved in two of the biggest moments. I I, in I think WrestleMania history. I think my thing with with Orton and probably what what cancels it out as being Mister WrestleMania is like. So Michaels, it would like these were monumental moments. You know, it was ladder match. It was Iron Man match. Boyhood dream comes true. It was um, the Austin match. It was you know the the series with Taker. It was the Ric Flair. I'm sorry, I love you. Like these, like the Jericho he, match. Yeah, the, the Jericho match. Like, Michaels didn't, like, he doesn't, you know, he's 6 and 11, like, 17 years. So, like, that's less than half the manias. And some of those so obviously were Russell, early from on. WrestleMania, from WrestleMania 10 on, because, you know, he had some real duds in there also before that. So we're saying his WrestleMania life is from WrestleMania 10 on, because that's when the ladder match was. Because Tatanka at 9 was a dud. Uh, I mean, the I match like was match. the match was match fine. That match that that match is like the thirteenth best match on a ten match card on that show. Like that that whole card was hot garbage. Let's let, let's 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 be real. I'll argue that that match may have been the best match on WrestleMania. That's 9. what I just said. That match was the best match on that show, hands down. Crush versus Doink because there was a second Doink. Don't lie to me. Oh no, that was the best moment, not the best match. But that's my point. You, you literally your your argument was well, right. Best but, moments. It was the moments. It was the boyhood dream. It was the ladder match. It was doing that. Akeem and the big boss man versus the Rockers. Sato right. and Pat Tanaka. Like that's what I'm saying. He's had duds also. So oh, I'm, I'm not. Credit, I'm not denying that. But his. If we're, if we're slamming the gavel on Randy Orton because they projected bugs on the fucking ring, his matches against the Barbarian and Haku have to weigh down. The next, the next good that happens, like. But to be can't... fair, I I don't feel like an eight minute match with the Rockers versus the Barbarian and Haku is anywhere near as bad as the Randy Orton Triple H WrestleMania main events. Shawn Michaels versus Mister McMahon with God in his corner. I'm sorry, that's worse. No, I'm sorry. I'll take the Shawn Michaels match. Of those two, I will watch the Shawn Michaels match all day. I, I more power to you, bud. Just that was <laughs> god awful. Um, and I get we're trying. I I guess my my question to the topic too is like, are we are we trying to, um, is is this just like an all time who's behind Michaels or like, are we like yeah, naming it and moving forward specifically after he retired? Okay, because like, to me, if, like if you're gonna if you're gonna do it, like I I would almost want it to be somebody. So what 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 year was his last match? Two thousand and it would have been ten. 
It would have been 2010, I think. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the other name that I'm coming up with straight up is, is Triple H. Which I feel like there's a I'd be fine with it. Taker twice, Brock yeah. at 29, Brian at 30, Sting at 31, Roman at 32, Seth at 33, and then him and Steph versus Angle and Ronda. That yeah. was his well, then he had, after... the he had the Batista match then at 35. Well, I'm just saying that that's what that just it ended after like that. I'm just saying. But literally, like that's that's his run post Sean. I feel like it's an underrated run, is the funny thing. Because when you list it off on paper like that, it really is. And and if you look and if you look at it, and if you look at it from basically his entire like you get rid of the Ultimate Warrior bullshit. You get rid of the Gold Dust match. Like Owen Hart, Kane, the Fatal Four Way against Rock Foley and Big Show, Undertaker the first time at seventeen, Jericho at eighteen, Booker T at nineteen, Benoit and Michaels at twenty, Batista at twenty one, Cena at twenty two, Orton and Cena at twenty four, and then it's Orton, Sheamus. And Sheamus was the year that Michaels retired, and then it, then that run that I listed a minute ago. Yeah, no, I mean it's an impressive run. Like I said, I I, I could see a case for that. I feel like what it does lack, kind of what Jim was saying before though, is maybe some of the memorable moments. Because Triple H, I don't know that a lot of them I'd call memorable moments. Sting's first match in WWE greater than. Pretty much a lot of things. Not better than Seth Rollins catching in in that main event. Ronda Rousey's first match greater than... I, I think Rollins has a lot more greater than, personally. What what great moments does he have except for cashing in? Besides cashing in? Um, well, last year with Cody. That's Cody's moment. That's not Seth's moment. I don't know that I agree with that. He was a big part of that match. I feel like he's definitely that. Ron, Ronda Rousey, Ronda Rousey's first match and Triple H beating Daniel Bryan mercifully and Sting's first match are all more important than Seth Rollins being the victim to Cody Rhodes's WWE return. I, I disagree, but okay. So you're telling me that him being involved in Cody Rhodes' return is greater than Sting's first match in WWE history? I, yes. I won't. Eh, I don't know that I'll say that. But those other ones, I I may I may say that. So, okay, so because like Ronda's like it's, it's not like it was Ronda's. Was it was not like the day, it wasn't like the day Ronda the showed up. Like Ronda showing up at the Rumble feels bigger even than her first match, I think. Like I get it was her first match and that's great, but like you're you're in there with the Bionic Man and Stephanie McMahon. Like the match wasn't great. It was well, like, I'm not, but but when you look at it, I feel like there's also more clunks here. Twenty one against Cesaro was that was anything that he did in that match really memorable? Kevin Owens was more known for Kevin Owens jumping off the sign at the pandemic. You know, yes, he had the great match with, with Brock that we talked about when I when I brought up Brock Lesnar. 
24, he wins the Intercontinental title from The Miz and Finn Balor. Like, I love that match. Yeah, it's a good match, but I truly feel that Sting's match means more to wrestling than him beating The Miz and Finn Balor. I mean, but again, if we're talking about from a quality standpoint, though, like in-ring wrestling-wise, that three-way is one of the best like opening matches in a WrestleMania period. And Triple H and Sting is a very cool moment. It is, but it's not like a great match. He also wrestled in a triple threat match against Kane and the New Age Outlaws, but we don't want to talk about that. But aren't but okay? So I mean, uh, I mean, so, so if, you, if you're going to but if you're presenting if his up, worst moments, but, but you're, your your guys' whole argument is it's moments, it's moments, it's moments. But Joe's now telling me that the match outweighs Sting's moment. It well, can't no, no, be no. Mo- my argument from the start was stealing the show, like which includes Sting, the best Sting's match ends, on the show. Sting versus Triple H. The only thing that beats it on that entire show is Seth cashing in. So the Seth greater than triple h <laughs> no because triple h also had bigger moments at other shows his moment with daniel bryan at wrestlemania 30 that made daniel bryan on that night is bigger than him beating finn balor in the miz that that's fine for moments but like i said i'm taking my my point of view personally is match quality and then from say, that point then, of view, then say then say that that is your criteria from the very but beginning. i literally just saved. did yeah, but you did it twenty minutes. It you did it twenty minutes into the topic where I've already made my point. Start with that. Don't end with that. I no, I I actually did say that from the beginning. You can go back and listen. I said that from the start. Don't worry, I will because I listened to the whole show. <laughs> I'm on this whole episode. I'll listen to this whole show. Sure, you will. Um, I know it's a smaller sample size. Um, but but Logan Paul. But Logan, Logan Paul. Pass. Um, the guy who's literally going to main event, what, his fifth WrestleMania out of 10 this year? Roman? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean. There's an argument there. You're not wrong. So it was, you know, you had, you had the shield and a six man. Clunker. But then you had the, um, you had a match with Drew. You had the, uh, uh, what was it? The Shield, and th- was that their debut? Was that their wrestle? Was that their main roster debut? They had they had two six at twenty nine. Correct. That match was god awful. Yeah, that wasn't that was thirty. Amazing. Thirty wasn't much better against Kane and the New Age Outlaws, but I digress. Well, yeah, that was the first. That was the first one that I said. That was that was to say, but th- those were their first two matches for the six man tag matches. Um, but then once like Roman became Roman, um, then of course you had, you know, the well at the time retirement of the Undertaker. You had the Lesnar main event, and then you had uh, the Triple H main event. You had uh, the the triple threat at thirty. Well, it turned into a triple threat at thirty one, and then um, the triple threat at thirty seven. Um, I mean, all the dude does is main event WrestleManias, basically. Like, yeah. I mean, I just 
Yeah, no, there's there's a case to be made there. You're not wrong. Like like you said, like he's main evented more than just about anybody else. I think he's main evented as many, if not more, than Hogan at this point. Uh probably. Or or this year might break that. I think this year might break that record. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, there's something to be said there. I'm a little interested in the fact that John Cena never came up in this conversation. Um, yeah, I'm not, I mean, I'm not necessarily opposed to Cena either. I mean, the dude's 10 and five at mania, um, which is the tied for the second best record. Wow. Or the second most wins, I should say. Um, Triple H has 10, Cena 10. I mean, obviously, The Undertaker at 25. Um, I Personally, for me, I've never understood why Mr. WrestleMania wasn't The Undertaker. I mean, I understand there that you didn't set out. Because he didn't have good matches. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, yeah. That's, that, that's, that's going to be, that's going to be my answer to everything from now no, on. No, but that's, that's, well, then if we're going to be, if we're going to be fucking dicks about, why don't we just move on to the next fucking topic then? But but the funny thing is that actually is a valid answer. It's the same. It's the the same reason why Cena. It's the same reason why Cena isn't. Bray Wyatt, that match wasn't good. Rusev, that match wasn't good. Him and Nikki Bella versus The Miz and Maurice wasn't good. Him versus Undertaker at the end wasn't good. Like he had some good matches in the middle. The Miz match at 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 twenty seven. The Edge and Big Show match at twenty five wasn't bad. Okay, I mean I wouldn't have Cena as mine, so. I'm just saying Cena's name never came up. I'm just saying yeah. I'm I'm telling you why Cena didn't come up on mine. The moments weren't there. The matches definitely weren't there. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, personal opinion. Uh, I personally don't think that he could be Mr. WrestleMania because his moments are kind of mid. And if his moments are mid, are his matches any better? Okay, cool. Then it's not Cena. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, I, I told you. I brought Brock to the table. I brought Triple H to the table. Um, there's a there's a moment that you can sit here and if you want to sell Cody Rhodes because of his moment at last year's being the new rest, Mr. WrestleMania, fine. I have some oceanfront property I'd like to talk to you about as well. But I mean, I, we can... I think Cody is in this conversation in like five years. I mean, he could potentially be depending what the next five years look like. But I mean. I I mean I I even said when you said Lesnar I was I said I would hear the argument and I'm and I I wouldn't even necessarily be opposed to Lesnar being that guy. I think Lesnar has a better case than Triple H and I and I'm a Triple H guy. Triple H is on my Mount Rushmore all time. Personal Mount Rushmore. Is there is there anyone else that we want to bring to the table or are we I, I don't even fucking know at this point. <laughs> I think I'm good. Uh, I mean, there, there, there's other names that you can bring to the table if you truly want to. I mean, you could sit here and you could bring up people like, uh, I don't know, The Big Show, The Rock. I mean, that's a guy that we haven't talked about because he also didn't have any matches after Sean retired. I mean, the problem is, is it's, it's a very limited number of people that you can literally go to if you narrow this down to since Sean has retired. Yeah, oh, for sure. You know, Batista was in a ton of 
big WrestleMania matches, but it's Bautista, you know, who, who who's really going to sit here and listen to anybody talk about Bautista. I mean, you know, he's only had, I'm he's not. only had two wrestle, three WrestleMania matches since, you know, Sean retired. So uh, it's one of those things where I feel like this is more of a, wow, there really ain't been shit for WrestleMania like guys since Sean has retired. If you're not talking about literally Roman, Rollins, Triple H, technically Cena, I guess, even though I kind of debunked him. Like, there's like five guys that you could literally put on your list that, like, you could make an argument for. I don't feel like there's like a ton but of, but also I, I think that also speaks to the fact that in the post Shawn Michaels world, which is the last, what? 15 years. Mm-hmm. When you're, you, you've already hit the point of football stadiums. WrestleMania sells itself. You don't need a Mr. WrestleMania anymore. I wholeheartedly agree with that assessment. I, I personally, Mr. WrestleMania since Shawn Michaels is still to me the guy who it's been the entire time, probably, and that's The Undertaker. Yeah, I, I think I think that's again to me Hunter twice, <laughs> Punk, Brock, Bray Wyatt, Shane McMahon, Roman Reigns, John Cena. Yeah, I, I, I again. It, and by the way, Bray was hurt for that match, and the entrance sucked because it was the middle of the day in San Francisco. Um, yeah, I mean, to me, <laughs> you literally, from the point it hit, what, nine, from nine till 25, or I guess 21 or whatever it was, but for 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 the better part of the next decade and a half, once you realized, oh, this guy's never lost at WrestleMania. It became a thing mm-hmm. like WrestleMania became synonymous with the streak. To me, the undertaker is more Mr. WrestleMania, even than Shawn Michaels for me. I don't know that I would have Shawn Michaels in my top five of Mr. WrestleManias. I probably wouldn't either. And maybe, it, I mean, I, I'm undertaker. I'm Brock. I'm Seth Rollins. I'm triple H. Then maybe Shawn Michaels. Yeah, I'm 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 not even necessarily disagreeing with you there. Cuz it's one of those things where it's like take the ladder match out. Take the Benoit triple threat match out like the Jericho match was okay. It wasn't like like I don't go back and go I need to watch that match every year. He had some real clunkers in there, you know, and then if you take his early stuff when he was a tag team or even whenever it was him versus Tito Santana like Meh, like it was there, like cool, like it was the Virgil of the show. Like you know, you're gonna get a good eight minute wrestling match, but then Hogan's gonna come out and pose. Yeah, I mean Undertaker. You know, no... Undertaker also had matches with Snuka and Roberts. Oh, and I'm aware. Giant Gonzalez and King that's Kong why that's Bundy. why I always say the be- that's why I always say the beginning of his streak is worthless. Yeah. Yeah, I can't hear you. you... Can't hear you. We can't hear you at all, Joe. <laughs> I don't know what the hell happened. Nope, got nothing. Nope. Mm-mm. 
You probably made a valid point about Austin Theory's abs or something. I know, weird, right? It's, it is what it is. He apparently can hear us. Bye, Joe. And he'll come back in a second. Yeah, he'll be back here in a second. He's trying to reset it, probably. Yeah, no, I just I, I don't necessarily know that I think that Sean's the top. Like, it's easy because like you talk about the Iron Man match, you talk about the 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 ladder match and stuff like that. Like, there are like one or two matches that his WrestleMania career is like propped up on. Uh, yeah, sure. They're great matches. They're great moments. But it's like, just because you have two of the best WrestleMania matches of all time, doesn't mean you're Mr. WrestleMania. Especially whenever it's like one of them happens. Well, I think he ten. got that billing when he I mean, when he had that run because like it was it was the the ladder match at ten. It yep. was the first. It was the Diesel match, right? That match wasn't that good at eleven. Well, again, it was in that spot. It was, after him it was coming, the best match on a terrible card. It was also him going can, can wire to wire. Can you hear me now? For, yes. Yeah. It was also him going wire to wire at the Rumble. Right. So, so wait, so, uh, my, my, the, the point I was going to make earlier was not about Austin Theory's abs, though, obviously. I mean, I just um, took a shot at the dark and saw, hope that it stuck. What I was going to say was Undertaker's streak didn't start producing actually good matches until Mania 17 with Triple H. That's probably fair. And I think that's I, I about. Think I think that's that about the time they started counting it too. Yeah, I don't think there's a single one before that that's actually good. But but I think I think Michael's got the name because it was the ladder match at ten, the best match on the terrible card at eleven, the boyhood dream comes true. Um, what did he do at thirteen? Was that the Iron Man match or was that twelve? Was the Iron Man thirteen? Thirteen was. He, um... I think he was off that year. Uh, yeah, he was off that year. Fourteen was the Austin match, so I think it just happened in, in like a four-year period. He he was part of, and he had the Rumble story. So it was it was coast to coast of the Rumble. He had back-to-back Rumble wins. Like Shawn Michaels was kind of the, just like the face of the new generation. So I think they like kind of just gave him that moniker to help promote that period of time. Yeah, and then, and then it just stuck. Like. Again, when you really dig into it, I, I don't, I don't know if he really is Mister WrestleMania because those first couple, like in a in a um, what was it, uh, seventeen match uh, bunch, you have a handful or so that are throwaways before ten, so you're already down to about ten matches in a nearly forty year span. Yeah. Like, and then there's even a couple throwaways after the fact. Like, yeah, there's big, huge ones. The the, the two ma- taker matches, the flare match. Like, in the match with Austin, I mean, he was he was on his way out. Like, yeah. That was more about Austin's crowning moment. So, that was like, more about Tyson being a portion of the show. Yeah, than- so, like, yeah, I, I when, when Joe, and I think when you had peaced out for a second, like Mike and I were talking, like, if we if we really build our own personal ones, and this may be something for between now and and Mania one of these weeks that we build our own WrestleMania top five superstars, yeah, yeah. and and Michaels may not even make. We were saying like he may be lucky to make number five. Interesting, depending how it shakes out. So maybe this is something we table and have that discussion. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, let's revisit that. 
So not Bret Hart. We all agree. Got it. Cool. Well, I think we can't hear you, Joe. Again? <laughs> no, I'm just fucking with you because you are an <laughs> asshole. All right, Mike, your topic. I mean, I'm normally the Bret Hart hater. Michael. I'll tell you this much. I think he's got a better shot to be in my top five than Sean does. Ooh. Man, that could be that could be a topic in and of itself. I might steal that. I might steal that for three count. You're welcome. Oh, all right. As I have to adjust. Elimination Chamber, or as we like to call it in the show, the Lemoncello Chamber match. Uh, the show takes place this coming up Saturday. The Bell Centre, as it's so elegantly called. Century Bell. In Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Uh, five matches currently announced for the show. Uh, we'll start with the first one. Uh, we'll get to the Chamber matches uh, towards the end of this thing. Uh, it is everybody's favorite Money in the Bank winner, Cowboy B. Brock, Brock Lesnar taking on everybody's favorite Hill, Bobby. Bobby! Lashley. Um, I don't think that this match has a conclusion because I feel like this is still a WrestleMania match. Give me yeah. a no. Give me, give me a no contest. Give me. A That's what I have. That's what I have because I think I think this feud is going to Mania, um, because uh, who else the, are you going to pair with both of these guys? Lashley's not going to be in. Lashley's not going to be involved in the U.S. title picture at Mania. Um, neither of them, I think, that, like this isn't. I think Gunther Brock happens at SummerSlam. I hope it happens at SummerSlam. I can see Gunther versus Brock at next year at WrestleMania for a world title. Yeah. Mm, no, I think it's... Say you can keep them away from each other long enough. Yeah, I, I, I think more SummerSlam because even if it's Gunther's crowning moment, I don't I don't think Lesnar gets another title run between now. That's a side point. Yeah. Um, so th there's not really anything for either guy to do because like Lesnar's obviously not in the undisputed universal title picture so can i can i ask a question yeah what's the record against each other like current like of this current feud is it is it just zero and zero well no because didn't brock beat because like, they're, they're taking this back to like rumble of last year when last and i think beat brock then I think it's 1-0 Bobby because I don't think they've had another match because they had the so then, interaction at Royal Rumble. So then if that's that the case, wrong. I, think, I think you can get away with Brock winning this one and then them being 1-1 one and one, and you've got your inborn, like, let's settle this at WrestleMania, that like that alone, without having to do, like, a screwy finish. Yeah, that's, that's, kind, of a good, uh, that's kind of a good point. I mean, I still think there's going to be some kind of tomfoolery or shenanigans to get out of this match, like double disqualification, uh, double count out, you know, Brock wins via chicanery. Then like, like, I just truly feel like it's going to end up being where this match is going to be the match that takes place at. Yeah, I can't find Mania. what their record is against each other. Oh, I, I agree. I, I think we're all in agreement. This is going to end up happening at WrestleMania in some sort of rematch. Yes. I just. If if that's true and the record is just one oh Bobby, then I think Brock wins this one 
I think he does it clean. I think that's totally cool. But I think that it leaves enough room for Bobby to be like, I beat you the first time. You can't beat me twice. So I have a, I have a, I have a stupid request. Can that match between Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania be in a fight pit? Oh, I'd be here for that. (laughs) Give me the two MMA guys fighting each other in a fight pit at WrestleMania. Who do you want to see jump off the top of it? Brock, obviously. Yes. Duh. It's obviously Brock. He's going to eat himself off of a tractor. You think I don't want to see him jump off a fight pit? The fuck do you mean? (laughs) My God. Give me Cowboy B Brock. Um, Mixed tag match between the woman who punched her ticket to WrestleMania. It is Rhea Ripples and Finn Balor taking on the team of Etch and Beth Fahonix. I don't see a scenario where Rhea loses this match. I feel like you have to... This is a chance for them to build her up some more going into WrestleMania. What if Finn Balor loses the match? I mean, yeah, that's like totally <laughs> doable, but but I think the goal is well. First of all, I think the goal is to build Rhea up more in terms of anything else in this match. So I think her like getting a pin over Beth is kind of a possible big deal. But on top of that, I also think that you still like like Judgment Day versus Edge in some capacity is going to be the blow off for this feud at WrestleMania. So I I don't. I mean, you could get away with it because if the match, personally, I think the match at WrestleMania is going to be Edge versus Damian Priest. I think that's very full circle, considering this is where we started last year at WrestleMania. I can't wait to get up to get pizza during that match. <laughs> I, I, for one, I think it could be a good match. I think that's where they're going with this. So Punishment you could Martinez. get away with Finn Balor taking the pin and like Damian Priest being like, I got to do this myself, you know? So. That's not impossible, but I'm going to take Finn and Rio winning. Yeah, I think it's I think it's got to be it's got to be Rhea, and I think Rhea gets the pin. Like, make her look as strong yeah. as possible. Um, That's my thought because, like, especially if and slash when she wins the title from Charlotte at, at Mania, make her look as strong as possible going going into that. I don't know that she can look any stronger going into this match. I mean, I think she's at like peak strength right now. Like, I don't think that I don't think burying the glamazon can do part of that. Or she fucking pins etch. She never pins etch. She could beat Beth and like, but even if they like, she's not taking the fall no matter what. So I truly don't think it matters. Like, it's either Finn's getting pinned or she's pinning Beth. Like, I don't... Like, it's one of those things where if her and Beth fight to the back and Edge hits a spear, like, and she's nowhere to be found, like, are we sitting here next week going, man, I don't know if Rhea Ripley can really pull off the match against Charlotte Flair. No, but I also also don't get why does Edge get that upper hand on... Because at Finn's. that point, then what do you do with Edge at WrestleMania? If the match is him versus Damian Priest, you've got to get there somewhere. Well, somehow logically. Well, I, I, I don't. I personally don't know that it's him versus Damian Priest. Then what would you do with Edge? I don't know. That's the 
that's a question that you have to ask because at this point, if you're telling me that you either don't have edge on the show or you're going to throw him in a random multi-man match for a title, like edge kind of is like the attraction. Like he's almost like a guy that you want to have face someone like Damien. He's Priest. a potential Mr. WrestleMania. I'll take I him mean, against the returning Matt Riddle to avenge his best friend, Randy. I don't know. I've definitely, honestly, I think I I'm tired of the judgment day taking L's. That's what I'm tired of. And I, I don't, I don't I, think I, there's I think any point. I don't I think there's he, any point in the judgment day taking an L in this match. They haven't taken, like, have they taken an L to edge since they kicked him out? Didn't they lose to him at SummerSlam? But they're going to lose to him at Mania. No, I would have Damian Priest beat him at WrestleMania. That's why I'd have him win now. Okay. Like, like if if the end game in all of this is Damian Priest v Edge on one of the nights of WrestleMania, like I'm putting Damian Priest over, like I'm putting the young guy over, but I have to have some credibility going into that match. Like if I don't have any credibility right. going into that match, why is it that I've lost two straight two straight pay per views to the Judgment Day? Like, damn, dude, I'm like, do I just need to go take myself out back and old Yeller myself? Like, I can't beat Finn, I can't beat Priest. I barely could beat Dominic Mysterio in a in a uh, jail off. I mean, at the end of the day, like, I feel like if 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 the end game here is Damian Priest versus Edge at WrestleMania, like, I feel like they almost have to win this match because at that point, like, cool, Edge is mad again. Shucks, he lost an I Quit match to Finn Balor already because they fucking gave Beth the concerto. Like, he's already putting the Judgment Day over, like, before this match. Like, I just feel like he's got to get a win back at some point. Like, I understand you want Rhea to go in as strong as possible. But if Rhea's nowhere near the final fall of the match, I don't think it hurts her, is all I'm saying. I'm, I'm, the, guy, I'm the guy who normally has, like, the crazy, like, someone's going to win the title thought process. I'm saying you're six weeks away from your biggest show of the year. If your end game is to get Damian Priest over, he almost has to win this match. I personally think that Rhea and Finn will win, but because both of you slam dunked just 100% that it's going to happen this way, I'm almost playing devil's advocate because I truly feel that he's already lost an I quit match to the Judgment Day. He's already put over the Judgment Day in other aspects. He let, you know, he got eliminated by Dominic Mysterio in the Royal Rumble. Like, the Judgment Day has been one up on him basically the entire time since they kicked him out. So, like, a win I mean, on this show leading but, to Damian Priest winning against him, I feel it isn't it isn't like detrimental to Rhea winning the title at WrestleMania. I mean, since he's been kicked out, he beat Damian Priest on Raw. He, Him and Ray defeated Priest and Balor at Clash of the Castle. He defeated Dominic Mysterio on an episode of Raw. Then he lost the, the, the I Quit match. Um, and then the then the elimination at the Rumble. So I mean, I just I in, want something fucking different. Just in rea fucking... in, in reality, it's two two because I don't count the Dominic Mysterio match. Super Super Green McGee, who has went through an entire character change since that match, like like it's two two. Like it, it, and Damian Priest can get his revenge. I don't know. I'm it, just I'm fucking just. 
I get it. I, I, I want to but... see something different from Edge as well. I'm tired of him versus the Judgment Day, and I get you blow things off at Mania, but good Christ, find something different for me. Let the Judgment Day just fucking... They should have just never have done this match. The the blow-off should have just been at WrestleMania, and we should have never have had the mixed tag match. Yeah. Like you don't, well, that's like, why like... I think that the mixed tag match, the point of it is to get Rhea over more. Yeah, that, just... that that's how I see it. I just don't like, like, but at, at this point, I don't think her getting over more and Beth feet, like, I don't think either one of those things necessarily matters. Like she's as, like, she's super over already. So it's not anything. And Beth Phoenix doesn't need to get a win because she's Beth oh. Phoenix. Like it's just, it is what it is to me. Like, I just don't necessarily right now, know if there's anything good that comes out of this. And I don't, th- right, I think, I think then good. There's nothing good that comes out of having a pay-per-view between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. So well, that's... Like they just kind of... I mean, that's the bigger issue. A lot of this issue. pay-per-view has always traditionally been going through the motions. Like, nothing nothing on this pay-per-view couldn't have been done on an episode of Raw or SmackDown. It's just that we have a pay-per-view that we have to sell, so... I truly believe that at the... at what, Looking at this like show, like, you can't do the main event on an episode of SmackDown. You can't do the world title match on an episode of SmackDown. Like that, like this show is built for that match. Like the rest of this is going through the motions. Like we'll get there, but I don't feel like you could have done Sammy versus well, Roman on a Well, right. But they also, they also work the story because there's this pay-per-view. If you don't Not have sure. this pay-per-view, then you're, you're, you're telling the story in a different way. Right. I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying I'm playing the other side of the fence. Right, so this just don't. Couldn't, so they could have put a different, but the point is, then they could have put a different match uh, oh. in this mixed tag spot. Yes, exactly. They could have done Rhea Ripley beating Beth Phoenix, and you could have had Edge versus Damian Priest or Finn Balor at WrestleMania. Like the guys didn't have to be involved in this match. I mean, the whole the whole I Quit match. The the basis of the story was Rhea gave Beth the concerto after Edge quit. Why wouldn't right. we just have Beth Phoenix lose to Re- to Rhea Ripley? That accomplishes everything without having to have Edge involved against the Judgment Day again. That's all I'm saying. Like there, like you could have just Edge on the outside, you know, Damian and yeah. Dominic and them on the outside, and then Rey Mysterio could come out, which could lead to Edge and Rey Mysterio versus Domin- uh, Damian Priest and you know Finn Balor or Dominic Mysterio or whomever. You know, like. There's just other things that you could have done. Like, I just feel like at this point, putting this match on this show, knowing that you have Rhea Ripley in the main, in the women's title match at, at WrestleMania, it's just like, meh. It's just, we could have done something else with it. Like, it is what it is. Um. All right. Men's Elimination Chamber for the United States title. It is the theory of relativity taking on Seth Franklin and Rollins, Montez Ford, Bronson Reed, Damian Priest, and Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano. Jimothy. Um, I think it's gonna be theory retaining. I, I I they they've been sprinkling John Cena hints for far too long for this for, to not be theory versus Cena at Mania for the title. Joseph? Yeah, I think Jim hit the nail on the head with that one. I just, I can't see any of those other guys being the guy that wins the belt either. Cause like 
Like, I think it's really cool that they have Montez Ford and Bronson Reed and Johnny Gargano and some, like, newer faces into that IC title scene. I, I like that they're using this as a launching pad for that. Um, U.S. title, fine. Um, but I, I like that they're using this as a launching pad to get some new people into that title scene because it, it's been a great title scene for a while, but it's gotten a little stale with the names that have been in it. So it's kind of cool to see like Montez Ford and Damian Priest and, you know, Johnny Gargano and stuff like that. But that said, I think the only person who probably has a realistic shot of winning it is Rollins. And he seems to be heading towards a match with Logan Paul at Mania. So he doesn't need the U.S. title. So, yeah, there he's probably the guy that's winning this one. You all truly believe that he's taking on Cena at WrestleMania. I don't know. I'm not convinced of that, but I still think that he wins this either way. I do. If he fight if he fights Cena, then he doesn't then he doesn't win the title. If he loses the title and fight like he he's fighting Cena at WrestleMania. I mean, the, but see, Cena has a pretty big history with the US title, so sure. but if you want Austin Theory to beat John Cena at WrestleMania. I don't think he would ever beat John Cena at WrestleMania. Why wouldn't he? Even if they wrestle, I don't think he'd win. Why wouldn't he? Because John Cena is John Cena. But you have an opportunity to build your next great heel. He just last year had a great match with Pat McAfee. Yeah, I would. But... I, I would give him the win over Cena because if he loses to Cena, you really want John Cena to be your United States champion in the year twenty twenty three. I mean, I wouldn't hate it for a short run, but also too, I I don't think you have to win when you're a heel to get over. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think he needs to win to get over on that in that situation. I also don't think John Cena should be a champion in 2023. I feel like you're going to. I mean, no, to... that's a valid. That's valid. But I'm just saying, like, it. I if it happens for a month, it's. I don't think it's the end of the world either. That that see, but I think that's the problem. Like, when does Cena lose the title? In a month, that backlash. Or in a week at SmackDown. I mean, I don't really care. Do they have a Saudi show coming up after Mania? I would rather (laughs) just have Theory lose it in the chamber to Gargano, to Priest, to... um, Those are really the only two that I think really make any kind of sense. Um, And then you move Theory into the Cena, you know, the next big young thing versus, you know, a guy who was in that same thing with ruthless aggression and coming out, showing out his six pack and smacking Kurt angle in the face. Like, I feel like this is a perfect chapter to close the book for John Cena. You know, if, if this is truly like one of the final times we see Cena in a wrestling ring, like, Putting over a guy who's 24 that's going to be a mainstay in your company moving forward, like, I don't think it gets much bigger than that for Austin Theory. Like, I get it. He had the McMahon moment last year with McAfee and Austin and all that. And then the next year he beats John Cena at, at, at WrestleMania in L.A. Like, he's a fucking star coming out and of that, that. And that's why I have him retaining in the chamber and retaining over John Cena. I just don't think that match needs a title belt. Okay. I think it makes I think, I think it makes Theory even bigger if it, it has the title attached to it. But now you're putting Theory in a spot where who do you ever have take the title off of him? 
him losing it in a multi-man match like this where something fluky occurs and he could bitch about it and Cena comes out and that starts their fucking rivalry leading into the into the, the WrestleMania match, then I think catapults him into a like a he could take on a Cody Rhodes at SummerSlam. He could take on a Cody Rhodes at Survivor Series and it actually be like, oh shit, Austin Theory is a believable heel that could beat Cody Rhodes. Like I just feel like you have a you have a launching pad and it like if he beats Cena for the and retains the title at WrestleMania, it's like you really got anybody built up that kind of makes sense to take the U.S. title off of him? Like, I get it. It's going to give rub to whoever eventually beats him in a one-on-one match. But, I mean, he kind of just beat, like, the biggest star that you've had since The Rock. It's just, it's one of those things where it's like, I feel like from a standpoint of the way that you're doing things with the roster and, and things like that, like, I just truly think that there's a better opportunity here just to get the belt off of him, move to the Cena stuff, have him beat Cena and make him a viable contender coming out of Los Angeles. Yeah, I'm with Jim. I I think it overall just looks better if he's still the champion. I mean, I mean, I'll take Gargano because somebody's got to do something different on this show. Fuck it. (laughs) I mean, do you have ML? I'm not what? I mean, I don't know that. It, like to to me, if a result if a result makes sense, like I I don't I don't know that it has to be a different answer just to be a different answer. But that's just me. I mean, I was taking Gargano before you both snap took theory, regardless, because I think Gargano makes sense in ring wise, and I think he could have a great match at WrestleMania, and I think that's going to be a multi man match, probably a ladder match, and Johnny Gargano in a ladder match is pretty fucking balls. I mean, for what it's worth, Johnny Gargano would have been my pick if it wasn't for. The I my thought that he's going to get John Cena and to f- successfully defend the title against him at Mania. Then let me ask you that. Let me ask you this question, and then we'll transition to the next match. Your world happens. Who takes the title off of him after? Honestly, I don't know. I don't. I don't think that far forward. If I'm being a hundred percent honest with it, I've done. I've just done four and a half months of Huddle Up podcast and this show and. 3CT since fucking the middle of August. So thinking four more months out in a wrestling world is something that isn't even on my goddamn mind. If I'll be a hundred, hundred percent honest about it, that that's up to WWE to figure out, make it fucking Kevin Owens, make it fucking make Bronson Reed a thing. Fucking, I don't know, fucking figure it out. But Okay, Austin Theory standing over John Cena with the U.S. title makes him that much bigger of a star than just standing over John Cena. And it makes the U.S. title more important. Are we going to care about the U.S. title once Cody wins the world titles at the same show? Well, what if he what if he retains the U.S. title on Saturday and Cody wins on Sunday? I'm just saying, I think that coming out of WrestleMania, people remember the last two matches. So if that's not a main, like if that's not the main event, like people are like, Oh man, night one was main evented by Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens winning the tag titles and night two's Kevin o- or uh, Cody Rhodes winning both world titles. I don't think people are going to be like, man, that us title that, that Austin theory retained. I think that's like the third or fourth most important thing on people's minds at that point. Well, yeah, but there's no scenario where it's going to be the most important thing. Like uh, the, 
Cody is going to be the most important thing, no matter that's what. That's why I, I don't. So I don't but think, I think it's okay title. to be the. I think it's okay to be the third or fourth most important thing that, like, out of a weekend, out of six hours worth of wrestling, where there's Over. like eighteen matches, being the fourth most memorable thing is a pretty big accomplishment, honestly. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just telling you if you're the fourth most important thing with the title, being the fourth most important thing without the title doesn't mean it. Like it's it's the same. Like I don't like him beating Cena with or without the title. I think it's going to be an important moment if it's Yeah, really but but here's the difference though. For the US title, being part of the fourth biggest moment makes the US title look better than it being part of the 16th biggest moment in a throwaway match for the US title. So every other year that we've had the U.S. title match, then kinda, yeah, actually, okay, cool. I'd agree so, with that. So, so that but, title's but, just that title's just junk as it is. So. <laughs> but like, but if this is their attempt at making it more important, I think that's a great thing, personally. I just truly feel like it being like more important would be them, like doing something more with the title, like leading into this, like theories feuds leading into this were Bobby Lashley. Like, right. But, but, that we feud, are that feud at, sucked. but we're at the point that we're at now. Like there's no going back for the last six months and making what they do with the U S title better. Like we are where we are. So now it's about getting the most you can get out of it, which I think like Jim said, like you get a big moment for the, for the title, it makes the title look good to be in that moment. But Jim's point was that moment a million times. But Jim's point hasn't been about the U.S. title; it's been about Austin Theory with the title. The title is no, an accessory. It's, it's Austin point. Theory. He, no, but it's a, it's a package deal, point. though. Making the title look better too. Austin Theory with the title standing over John Cena looks better than Austin Theory standing over John Cena. Was the quote correct? Hmm. There's a but lot of awesome th- but, the title also. But he did say that. Like Jim did Jim like back me up here. What did you say, Joe? <laughs> you did say at one point that uh sorry, just got a message from my boss. Um you did say at one point that it makes the title look better to be in that moment. Yeah, I think it I think both parts make each other look better in the moment with Cena. The title the title makes Theory beating Cena look better and Theory beating Cena with the title makes the title better. Right. So what's the next match? I mean, you guys can finish it. I mean, it's the women's chamber match. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me read that off for you. Uh, it's Oscar, Liv Morgan, Nikki Cross, Raquel. I don't, I don't really understand what, what has fucking happened in the last hour and a half. <laughs> so who's in this match? I mean, it was the fact that you guys made a point and I didn't even get a counterpoint. It was, what's the next match? So it's Oscar versus Liv versus Nikki versus Raquel versus Natty versus Carmella for the number one contender spot for the Raw Women's title where they lose to Bianca Belair again. I I think it's going to be Asuka. 
but it's because I kind of don't know who else. I don't know what other match you want to go to WrestleMania with for Bianca. You know, I mean, because at this point you're not you're not doing Becky or Bailey. You've worked them out of the equation. So I I don't know. I think Oscar's probably the biggest star in that match. The only other person I can see a case for is maybe Raquel. Yeah, I I think it's Asuka. Um, I think the only person, if the decision is to move the title off of Bianca, which may or may not happen, um, and at this point I don't I don't know what answer is going to make somebody mad. So, um, either way, um, I will I I think it's just gonna I think it's gonna be Asuka because if they if they are gonna move the title, it makes the most sense, um, to put it on the new Asuka. They've already fucked Asuka up once. They might as well do it again, right? Sure. I mean, I don't know how it's anyone but her, but, you know, I digress because, you know, you guys were sitting here talking about Natty not getting in the chamber and almost sending me into a fucking coronary heart attack with Ronda Rousey talk. Uh, That was Tim, by the way. That wasn't you guys. That was Tim. (laughs) Oh, my God. Could you imagine if that actually happened? Don't wanna. Yeah. Uh, why would you yeah, even say that, Joe? Why would you? I know that? what would happen. Next why week? would you do that after the last hour, Joe? Why are you doing this show by yourself? <laughs> I mean, come on. Why would you do that, Joe? Because, because I, I'll tell you exactly what'll happen if that's the case. You guys will be running the Take Three show next week because I won't fucking be here. Oh, there will just not be a Take Three next week. I'll put that. There won't be a Take Three again until WrestleMania if she walks well, in. Fine by show. me. I can get to bed Let's... a whole fucking hell of a lot sooner. <laughs> you know, you want to put that fucking voodoo in the fucking world. Let's let let's really do it here. She walks really in that chamber. We that. will never have another show ever again. It's been real, y'all. See y'all never again. I I never really thought about the option of Ronda as as Bianca's challenger at Mania. God damn it, Joe. I'll sell my ticket. You can go with Sven down the street if she's the fucking main event for the Raw Women's title. <laughs> Don't give a fuck. I do not want to see Ronda Rousey in another WrestleMania match ever. I'm good. I mean, seriously, Joe, you didn't have to do that. (laughs) Okay. You just didn't have to do that. (laughs) Like, I want to throw this cup so bad, but it's like, what the fuck? I had to clean it up afterwards. He's so proud of himself. Yeah. Shocking. Uh, Title match. Universal heavyweight galactic uh, intergalactic spaceship trophy. Uh, Roman Reigns, the champion, Sami Zayn, the hometown boy. Uh, we talked about it a little bit. I'll let you guys talk, and then I'll uh, try to somehow work up some magic that uh, I can sound stupid afterwards. Now we're convinced that Ronda Rousey won't somehow win this match. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Joe. I mean, if I leave the studio, I am not coming back. Y'all can finish this bitch without me. So well, if that's what we'll, you're going for, keep keep, keep mean, talking, we'll, Ronda Rousey. We'll cause... literally just hit stop. Like I'll literally just hit stop. It's, it's literally that simple. If you leave, um, <laughs> look, I know everybody wants this magical story of Sami Zayn to pay off in either a win here or something screwy happens and he gets added to the match at Mania and he wins the titles at Mania. Or they're going to somehow split the titles. None of those things are happening. None of them. They're not happening. Roman 
is going to toy with Sami Zayn and end up half fucking murdering him in that ring on Saturday. Straight up. Like, it is... Because here's the deal. You want to make sure that when Cody Rhodes becomes the new champion, that it gets cheered. Um, you do that, one, by making sure that there's still some sort of payoff with Sami Zayn and there will be tag championship with Kevin Owens. Um, but you also want to make sure that everyone hates Roman. How do you make sure everyone hates Roman? By burying the thing that everybody wants and destroying the thing that everybody wants. That, that That's what happens on Saturday in front of his family and friends and country. Like, there's part of me that thinks, like, if, if done correctly, this may be, like, the first time you see people, like, throwing trash at the fucking wrestling ring that we've seen in a long time. Like, and I kind of want that to happen. Yeah, I can see that. Like, make him the most fucking evil thing in wrestling by just crushing Sammy and, and the wrestling world's hopes and dreams. It, it, it's Roman. There, there, there's, there's no way, no way that this 900-plus-day run Ends on a fucking random Saturday in February in Montreal, Canada. <laughs> Sorry. Like, maybe I'm wrong about the parts where Sammy doesn't end up in the in the main event or whatever at Mania. But I know for a fact that, that there's no way it happens this Saturday. Yeah, I would say... I logically agree with you, Jim. I think that the promo that Cody and, and Sammy had on Raw this week, it did a hell of a job. It, it was convincing. It sold me. It sold me on the potential for Sami Zayn actually winning. And, and that's what it was meant to do. That's what this promo on this last show before the big pay-per-view, that was what that was meant to do. So job well done. Bravo. They sold me. They hooked me in. There's, I'm going to watch that match. I'm going to try to avoid spoilers or try to see if I can watch it live because I will be at work. But, like, that'll be right around when we're, like, closing when that match is on. So I might actually get to see at least that match. Um, I, I'm i going to watch that match, and I feel like there's going to be – if they pull it off right, there's going to be moments where it's like, holy shit, Sammy's about to win. You know, like, I, I feel like they could actually tell that story. Um, and truth be told, there's a part of me that, like, played out devil's advocate in my head and was kind of like, well, like Sammy versus Cody could be a hell of a fucking match at WrestleMania. And I don't know, like there were all those rumors for all those months that the rock was going to come in and fight Roman and that didn't need to be for the title. And then that kind of all disappeared and rock was like, nah, I'm not actually doing that. And you know, the rumble came and passed. Everyone was expecting that. What if that's still on the docket? You know, like, what if they needed it to cool down and, and not play it up and everything, and that's still a potential mania match for one of the two nights? And then you've got an opening for the title match, and 
maybe you go with Cody versus Sammy because you know you're going to get a quality in-ring match out of that. You're going to get a match that like can steal the show out of those two. And and we all know Cody's going to win in the end, so I don't know that it matters who he beats. Now, I mean, there's an argument that it matters because getting to beat the guy that's been champion for 900 days looks a hell of a lot better than beating the guy who beat him a month ago. But... I, like I don't, I think there's potential there. That's all I'm saying. But I mean, I do think Roman's gonna win, obviously. That was my TED talk. I'm done. Just trying to figure out how Cody beating Sami Zayn is good. So that's all. I'm, so I'm why I'm quiet because I'm literally trying to figure out to compute how Cody Rhodes winning the title from anyone because you know he's going to win it after watching Sami Zayn beat Roman Reigns is good because I don't think it is like I don't think there's a shot I don't think there's a shot in hell that you should have your two biggest faces in the same ring with each other as the main event of a two-night Wrestlemania because here's the thing we've been in those crowds enough there's a 0.0% chance that if your main event is Cody Rhodes versus Sami Zayn, that Cody Rhodes is going to get cheered when he wins the belts. It ain't going to happen. There will be some cheers, but there will be a lot of boos because you've built this guy like Kofi Mania that you're going to rip the fucking blanket out from underneath us and be like, you gave us this for a month, you fucking assholes. Like, no, like... Sami Zayn being the one to take the titles off of Roman Reigns, and then like if Sami loses the titles, like Cody better turn heel the next night. Well, I think he would in that scenario. Like he would have to. Cody will eventually no be a heel cheered. anyway. Sure, but there's zero point zero percent chance that adrenaline in my soul hits after beating Sami Zayn, and he gets cheered. <coughs> the eighty thousand they're going to be in there, you might get twenty percent that cheer for him. But there will be more booze the fact that Sammy isn't walking out with the world titles. I said it when we talked about it last week on last week's show. Smash them, stack them, destroy them, hit them over the head with a club. I don't care. Roman Reigns has to win and has to win dominantly. I know on 3CT I said Sammy via disqualification. Because if it is, it's Jay turning on him leading to the tag match. It's not because you're then going to put Sammy in the fucking title match no. and make it a triple threat. That's not happening. If he wins by DQ, it's if it's, if it's a DQ, there's 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 a melee after the match. Kevin Owens comes to save him. Correct. So you clearly you've clearly presented it's KO and Sammy versus the Usos. Correct. Yeah. That's that it. That's why I picked Sammy via disqualification. I don't think it's Sammy via DQ and then getting added to the match on Friday night's episode of SmackDown. Here's, here's the thing: the Usos There's aren't going good. The Usos aren't going to be in Montreal be- because Jimmy Jay, can't. Jay Jay might be, might be, but I doubt it. Why be- would Why wouldn't you bring him? I mean, literally, he should be the one that gets Roman disqualified because that should be when he shoots his shot and takes out Sammy. Mm, that's fair. Because he's the only one that hasn't laid a hand on him, is now acting like he wants to be his friend backstage on SmackDown. You know, I acknowledge you. Well, you can acknowledge me all you want, but I- I'm not the one you need to acknowledge as the tribal chief. 
He falls in line. He costs Sammy the titles. It now means more that it's Sammy and Kevin versus Jimmy and Jay. Fair. I'm just I'm just saying, Jimmy, there's a 0.0% chance Jimmy's there because of the DUIs. Yeah. But Jay has always been the pivotal piece of this of this story since Royal Rumble. Cash in on the chip now. Roman's kicking his ass. Roman's beating the absolute hell out of him. Roman's toying with him. He's getting ready to fucking set him up for a spear and then choke him out. Sammy fluke move hits the Huluva kick. Jay Uso slides in the ring and super kicks the soul straight out of Sammy Zane's chest. Roman looks up, sees it. Solo sees it. Okay. Jay's in. They beat the hell out of Sammy. Out comes Kevin. You then close with Kevin Owens holding his fallen comrade as the bloodline retreats and, and re thinks about their next step. And that gets you to Sammy versus Sammy and Kevin versus the Usos mm-hmm. in the main event of night one of WrestleMania. And you main event with the two biggest bloodline storylines that you've been building to for the last seven months. Yeah, I'm with that. I'm with all of that. But I don't think that there's a way that Sammy walks out of Montreal with the titles. He may get a win a la, a la Seth Rollins at Royal Rumble last year. He got a win, but it was because Roman snapped and was like, fuck you for wearing this shield gear. Like, I don't know who the fuck you are. Yeah. Like, that's another option. Roman could just snap and just beat the ever-loving hell out of him. And the ref just has to call for a disqualification. Like, that's also an option. But I just don't think that there's a way that Sami Zayn walks out of Montreal. Like, there are chances that he, like... Oh, he was so close. He had him for a roll-up. If the ref was looking, it would have been a three-count. He hit the Aluva kick, stuff like that. He needs to be picked up by Kevin Owens, and the two of them need to be staring at the Usos as the credits end. Mm-hmm. No, I agree completely. That's that's the end of that's the end for Elimination Chamber for me. Like that's that's yeah. the mo- that's that's the final credit. That's the the Thanos snap of the of, of the finger. Yeah. Like that that's how Elimination Chamber ends. Like okay, yeah, we now know that it's Kevin and Sammy versus the Usos, and then you go okay, well where are you going to put that match? No, should yeah, be, I agree. It should it should be the main event of night one? But that's me. I know there will be people saying that it should be the women's match, but I digress. We'll talk about that more probably next week when we have more clarity because I think that's my topic for next week is going to be finish the WrestleMania cards now that we have no more big shows before WrestleMania. So you all have homework. Anything else on Elimination Chamber before we move to Wrestlers of the Week? No, I'm good. Yeah, I'm all set. I'm I'm ready to not know who to name for wrestlers of the week chip it let's go all right wrestlers of the week again no earnest so it'll just be the six nominees from the three of us um who went first last week i don't even fucking remember don't know i want to say it was joseph went first so uh jim go uh, give me the new NWA Women's World Champ World Tag Team Champions, the Renegade Twins. Sweet, two more, another tag team that I could put ahead of the ass boys. Fuck those guys! They did nothing with that, by the way. 
Oh, like I'm they aware. Cut a, they cut like a real shit promo, like not a goddamn thing. Who's how shocked? Do you, how do you do less than what you did when they won the titles? Because uh, Tony Khan doesn't actually know how to book. Yeah, hot garbage. <laughs> Uh, give me the still uh, NXT North American champion. Give me Wesley. Oh, did he defend it again? Yeah, he defeated Jeep Wagoneer. I love that for him. Everybody's favorite Jeep. <clears throat> um, I literally have no idea of anything that happened in wrestling this week. Take Bianca Belair. Sure, let's go with it. Awesome. Jim? Uh, give me a guy who picked up a win on Dynamite last night, but also picked up an AEW contract. Um, and also I did see earlier um, the close family friends that have been keeping updates on the uh, the Briscoe family. Um, one of the girls is, um, I guess, the, the the one that was still in the hospital uh, is coming home, has feeling in her legs. Uh, she does need a, some assistance walking. Um, but yeah, the, in the video that was, um, updated, like they actually showed like a, a x-ray of her spine from the night of the accident. Um, and it, it is unbelievable that she has any feeling in her legs at all. Um, but ultimately well, all of that included, um, Mark Briscoe is my uh, is my second this week. I love that. Um, I have to figure out the fuck I'm taking for my second because there was a whole bunch of nothing that happened this week on wrestling. Yeah, for real. You know what? Give me the give me the girl who won the uh, the old main event on Tony Khan presents wrestling last night. Give me a Ruby 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 Soho. Go take the Usos. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna so say they were. The... <laughs> you uh, know what, trying... Joe? I feel like we were finishing really, really on a good spot. You're really you trying to, to make this the last show we ever do. You really you? fucking went and you had to do that, huh? Really trying to make yeah, this the last. The Usos, it's fine. I mean, if you really want to take Ronda Rousey that bad, that's fine. Just know that she'll never get a vote. Like I, I'll just no, it's... completely forget to. I to leave them for you just so that there was an easy selection because, you know, they retain their titles, you know, just trying to make things easy for myself and Jim here towards the end of the show. Um, can we talk about this real quick before we wrap this up? NWA had their enough said show where the Renegade Twins won the, the tag titles. Does anyone want to guess what the main event ranking? The main event was Tyrus versus Matt Cardona. I'm on cage match looking at the results. There are 20 votes, 1 through 10. Does anybody want to guess what the match rating is based off of 20 votes? It better be under fucking 2. Joseph, you want to take a guess? It's worse than the shit my dog's about to take when I take him outside. 1.95. No. <laughs> that seems generous. Yeah, it actually does got, feel almost generous. And they want to keep the title on Tyrus for some reason. Dude, it's fucking embarrassing. It's just fucking embarrassing. It really is. The the highest rated I saw a picture from the post match of that, and it literally 
it's fucking, it's a joke. It, it, highest- it, Tyrus looks like if I would put on a Borat mankini. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. Why will we move? The highest rated Stop match on this entire show. Yeah. The highest rated match on this entire show. Camille versus Angelina Love in a 12 minute no disqualification match. Oh my goodness. Good seven. Seven was the ranking. So that actually doesn't. <laughs> I mean, it could be the 2.53 that Austin, look, Austin, Alex look, Riley got for fucking splatting on the fucking entranceway. You're welcome for that, by the way. The fact that Alex Riley walked away from that should give it a, an extra bonus point. But look, man, I just like I saw I saw Angelina Love in an indie show recently. If your best match in 2023 was a was a match with Angelina Love in it. You have done. <laughs> you you have you have screwed up, and I'm not. That's not to be disrespectful to her or Camille, but like, that's not your show stealer. I'm sorry, it's not. The closest, the closest to it was Carrie Morton versus Alex Taylor. I don't know who the fuck Alex Taylor is. It got a six point six seven on eleven votes, um, so it might it might end up being more like higher on the list at the, towards the end whenever the final votes get calculated but yeah i agree with jim if that's your number one match there's a problem yeah uh jim want to uh hit the plugs and hey i i got nothing to plug and i want to go walk my dog so i'll talk to you crazy cats later all right bye joe uh, yeah, I mean, it's real simple for me. Uh, just go to at Big Jim Sports on Twitter. Uh, hit the link tree. You'll find 3CT, Huddle Up Podcast, and uh, Discussions with a Nobody. They're, they're all there. They're all connected right on my Twitter. Um, yeah, we're full steam ahead. Um, Huddle Up's going into the off-season mode. 3CT, we're going into prime season right now. I was part of the final live huddle up. You were, week. you were. Do you guys, do you guys want to go listen to that? That's up in the uh, podcast feed. Uh, you can follow the show at Twitter at uh, Take the Number Three Wrestling. Always the number, never the word. You can follow me on Twitter at They Call Me Burn. Uh, you can listen to us talk about all things hockey on the Five for Fighting podcast. New podcast just dropped while we were recording this one, or just before we started hitting that play button. Uh, we talked about some things, including. The unfortunate passing of Mr. Alexander Ovechkin's father, Mikhail. Um, so, you know, thoughts and prayers to the Ovechkin family, obviously, from two Caps fans. Um, you can listen to me talk about South Florida baseball, sunny days, and double plays, the Palm Beach baseball podcast. New one of those going up tomorrow or on Saturday, depending on how crazy work is tomorrow. Uh, and then also uh, uh, from Adam Lee to Zombie, a WWE CW watch along that I do with Joe. Um, which I might not do if he keeps mentioning fucking Ronda Rousey on this show. I mean, I'm just saying. I hope you listen to this part, Joe. Uh, other than that, um, Ernest will be back hopefully uh, sooner rather than later. Uh, we'll see. We'll hold that seat warm for him whenever he finally gets his neck realigned or the visa aligned or something, whatever. Uh, until next week, enjoy Elimination Chamber. Enjoy uh, Battle in the Silicon Valley. Uh, and as always, we love you guys, and we'll see you next week right here on the Take Three Wrestling Podcast. Unless... Ronda Rousey somehow ends up in the chamber. And then thanks for listening for the last three years. It's been great, guys. <laughs> <laughs>